In this week's episode, let's discuss why I used to roll my jeans and had long sideburns and wore cargo shorts. Those were the days, the scary, scary days. Last season, I discussed two persuasive strategies. In episode one of season five, I talked about commitment and consistency. The very next episode, I explained reciprocity. Both can be used to influence others. In this episode, I'm going to discuss another persuasive strategy, social proof. My goal isn't to help people be more manipulative. It's to prevent people from being manipulated. Here's a childhood memory I'm sure most of us can relate to. You're 16 years old. You're invited to a high school party. It's the first time you feel included with the clique you've been trying to infiltrate since middle school. You show up and everyone is drinking beer or smoking pot or cow tipping. We had some weird parties where I grew up. So wanting to fit in, you chug a beer. You take a hit. You tip that cow. Hours later, you get home reeking of alcohol, weed, or manure. Your mom confronts you. How could you, she pleads. We raised you better than this, she screams. And your response? Everybody was doing it. And her response, say it with me, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you jump too? And the reality is you probably would. Your mom probably did when she was a kid and would again if given the chance. Peer pressure is very powerful. Social proof is when we are influenced by what we see other people doing, especially when those people are liked and respected. Celebrities, bosses, the popular kids at school. Every fashion trend is based on social proof. Somewhere, some brave person wears an outfit no one has ever worn before. And then someone else copies her. Then a second person. Then a dozen people. And suddenly, you're wearing low-rise jeans and a belly chain. Why? Because it looks good? No. Because it's comfortable? No. It's because everyone else is wearing it. New restaurants become popular because it's impossible to get a reservation. Is the food good? Who knows? You've never been there. But everyone else has, so you can't wait to go. Crowded bars look way more fun than bars with two people inside. The full bar must be better. That's why everyone's there. The empty bar has to be pretty lame, right? But how do you grow a crowd if everyone who shows up only sees two people and keeps walking? The same thing happens on social media. People with lots of followers keep getting more followers. Videos with lots of views keep getting more views. Popularity begets more popularity. Baristas have a trick called salting the jar. When their shift starts, they put their own money in the tip jar. Why? Because when it's my turn to tip, I'm going to take my social cues from other people. If the jar is empty, I'm going to assume no one tips. So why would I tip? If the jar is full, I'm going to assume everyone tips. I would look like a huge jerk if I didn't tip. We especially pay attention to what other people do if we have no idea what we're doing. Going to a restaurant for the first time? Panicking about the dress code? Easy. Hop on social media and look at reviews. Check out photos from the restaurant. How does everyone else dress? That's your answer. Here's my favorite example of social proof. Walk down the street. When someone walks towards you, start running at them. Make sure your facial expression communicates terror. Look over your shoulder and scream a lot. The innocent bystander probably won't react. In fact, if there are other people nearby, he will likely look around to see how everyone else is responding. If they're ignoring you, he'll ignore you too. Now invite a few friends to do the experiment with you. If five people are running at him screaming and looking over their shoulders, he's much more likely to start running with you. Even without any information, he's influenced by social proof. If this group is running from something, there must be danger ahead. Now invite a hundred friends to do the experiment with you. I'm not certain of much in life, but I'm certain of this. That man will turn and run with your group as fast as he can away from the non-existent danger. 
That's social proof. When enough people are doing something, it's nearly impossible to resist joining the group. Ever witness a crime? Often people will stand and watch for a few moments before reacting because they don't know what's happening. Is it a performance? Are the two people joking around? Are they playing a prank? But when one person jumps in, suddenly everyone jumps in. At first, Social Proof was telling people to do nothing. But after the first person reacts, Social Proof begins telling people to do something. That's why it's important to go first sometimes. You could trigger action in others. I wonder how many of our decisions are influenced by Social Proof. It's not always bad, of course. Throughout the pandemic, Social Proof motivated people to wear masks, social distance, and get vaccinated. But marketers and advertisers also use Social Proof to manipulate us. They create demand for their products and services, and since we want to fit in, we hand over our money. Sometimes we find ourselves living lives that don't make us happy because we're so busy following the crowd instead of being our true selves. Everyone else in my town gets married in their early 20s, so I guess I have to find a spouse. Everyone else in my town has kids in their mid-20s, so I guess I better get pregnant. But is that what you want? Or is that just what social proof is telling you to do? Dress however you want. Do what makes you happy. Yeah, if a thousand terrified people are running towards you while looking over their shoulders and screaming, you should probably join the crowd. But if a thousand uncomfortable women are running towards you wearing low-rise jeans and a belly chain, just keep walking. Okay, that's all for this week. Special thanks to the band Randy for our theme song. Subscribe to Communication Junkie anywhere podcasts are found. Please rate the show while you're there. Positive ratings do help. Follow me on Twitter at FullSteve and at ComJunk. And check out my new illustrated mystery series on Instagram at CraftedbySteve. Please share this episode with friends and family if you found it meaningful. As always, thanks so much for listening. Until next week, be good. Addicts of communication. Addicts of communication. Addicts of communication.